Hello, everybody, and welcome to the podcast. My name's Ethan Head, and I'm happy to have you all here. Uh, today, I have a special guest with us today. His name is Eric Neitzel. So Eric is one of my good buddies from Midland Free Methodist. Uh, I've been going there for about um, roughly a little over two years now. And Eric was probably one of the first faces that I met there. And it was pretty cool to meet him, but it took us a while to really get to the point of hanging out. But I felt like as soon as I stepped into the church, Eric was one of those guys who just really treated me like a brother in Christ. Not just a brother in Christ, but probably a brother. Um, it was one of those situations where I remember probably the second time I attended the church, she was already hugging me. It was pretty cool. Pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. We uh, we um, got to a pretty awesome place real quick there. It was very comfortable. Yes, I agree. I agree. It was... Uh, I'm happy to have Eric as a friend, and I'm happy to have Eric on this podcast today. This is probably one of the first podcast episodes of this podcast, but uh, I'm excited that we're starting off fresh with Eric today, uh, with one of my good buddies. So I'm going to have Eric just introduce himself a little bit. Uh, He is, uh, I will say that he is the youth pastor, leader of Midland Free Methodist Church. Yeah. Yeah, so um, the best way to put it right now is youth leader. Um, so I'm Eric, like Ethan said, and um, I am the youth leader at Midland Free Methodist Church, and I am actually working my way through schooling right now to become an ordained pastor. So in about a year and a half or so, I will have the, the title of pastor. Yeah, and... um. I also occasionally do the DoorDash to um, make some side money because uh, we know that uh, you don't get um, too much funding when it comes to uh, uh, living expenses and stuff like that when you are um, in the ministry field, but um, wouldn't have it any other way. I am uh, beyond grateful for uh, the opportunity that God has given me and uh, the purpose that he's put in my life. Yeah, Eric's just recently told me about the DoorDash Nation that he just accepted. Um, pretty cool. Getting me uh, pumped, possibly get me into something like that too. Um, but going on, on the biggest thing right here is uh, Eric's taking classes right now to find that true path of where he's being led. And right now, what I can see with Eric is he's just really... Um, accepting all that God has for him. He's really taking leadership and guidance from God in the position of the youth leader right now. Uh, Eric's also the person who um, really pushed me to the point of taking classes myself through the Eastern uh, Eastern Conference, Eastern Ministerial Conference track. Yeah, East Michigan Training Institute. Oh, man, I was way off. Hey, hey you... You got East and you got Michigan down, and that's all that really matters. So, yeah. So, yeah, um, Eric is one of those awesome guys who, uh, when you meet him, you either like him or you don't, probably. No, I'm just kidding. No. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> uh, Eric is awesome. He's a very, uh, um, the, the word exuberant, does that fit? 
Yeah, uh, yeah, I, would yeah. Say so. I feel exuberant, you know. Yeah. Eric's really. I mean, if I accept that I'm exuberant, I'm per- that pretty much says that I'm exuberant. Yeah, right yeah, there, it's so. true. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, he's a he's a really cool guy who's just happy like all the time it seems. Um, but today I'm here with Eric to discuss some of his background and um, where God has brought him through everything in his life and where he's where his future. Is feel he's being led um where his mission statement is kind of so um we'll take some time to go through that today so thank you all for being here today with eric and myself and let's get into it sounds good brother so eric we talked a little a couple weeks ago about this um but tell me a little bit about your background um growing up (laughs) were you were you close to the church when you were growing up? Yeah, that's a that's a loaded question right there. Um, but yeah, yeah. Um, when I was growing up, I uh, I was brought up in a very Catholic household, and um, there is absolutely nothing wrong with that whatsoever. Um, just the way that I remember going about um, church um, was really really detrimental to to my walk with Christ, my personal journey. Um, I, uh, I remember just, um, you know, the whole family getting together and, uh, getting ready to go to church and the house just being in complete chaos. Um, like I imagine it is for many people out there, not just, not just myself, but, um, the thing that really got me was we were so negative on so many different levels. And, um, my family and I have a beautiful relationship right now, and I'm sure we'll probably get to that a little bit here in the future. But um, back then, it was just not good news. Um, we would we would get into arguments with each other, you know, throw stuff around, um, yell at each other, spit, mm. nails, you know, the whole nine yard, pulling hairs, everything, and uh, then put on our happy faces and go to church. And uh, come back, and the same thing just happened all over again. And um, I just remember that uh, having that feeling like this is not right. You know, this cannot be what relationship is all about. This this is not it. Um, it just felt so wrong to me. Um, I had that feeling when I was about. 15, 16 years old, and I'm like, you know what, I just, I cannot deal with this anymore, and I decided to walk away from the church. Um, I had a lot of, uh, a lot of lies spoken into my mind um, on a pretty regular basis, like, if you don't go to church, you're going to go to hell, Um, you know, that type of stuff, and it put a very bad taste in my mouth. not just for organized church, but um, also for my faith in particular. And uh, yeah, it was a it was a really rough road. And uh, for a while there, I didn't even step foot in a church. Yeah, you went through a lot of things there. A couple of things that hit me were uh, the experience before getting to the church uh, with your family kind of uh, that chaotic period where it's like, oh my gosh, and was it a lot to uh, just getting ready for church or? Yeah, yeah, it was, it was getting ready. You know, you had your typical like, hey, kids, wake up, 
let's get ready to go to church. And I didn't want to, you know, I was a kid. I just wanted to sleep in. I, I got up at, got up at like 5.30 every morning to get on the school bus because, you know, we were out in the country and last stop on the school bus and I just wanted to get some sleep. And, uh, you know, so that in and of itself was the mindset I was going into it. So when that mindset starts happening, you just start to have a, a negative negative start to a Sunday morning to begin with. And uh, it was... Uh, it was just something that um something that just added to the fire, you know what I mean? Um kids will be kids and uh I I have a really a really strong grasp on the fact that if you got to find a later service to get your kids to church in a in a happier mindset, go for it. There's there's no point in starting a Sunday morning off on a bad foot if you already know it's going to end up there to begin with. So. Yes. Yes. Oh, I hear that. I, um, you know, I grew up an only child, so I can't completely relate with everything that you're saying, but I can still, because I remember even when it was just my father, my mother and myself, it was still, uh, it was hectic in the morning. Uh, there would be, there would be shouts, there would be fits, there would be, um, sits, uh, when we just didn't want to go. Um, and it would, it would end rough sometimes. And in fact, it would end sometimes where we just didn't want to, we would say, we're not going today. And it, it didn't end up right. Mm. But you make up, uh, you bring up a really good point of finding that spot that fits for you um, mm. and your family. Because honestly, when we, like what I hear you saying, especially going into the lies you were talking later um, we get into this ritualistic tradition um, situation where it's just scheduled. It's scheduled time. And mm. while we need scheduled time with God, which we'll talk about later, mm. um, it's one of those situations where sometimes a schedule can turn into a ritual. Mm. And a ritual can limit what can happen in that time with God. Right. Yeah, I agree with that. Especially especially in the minds of young kids, you know what I mean? We're we're already going through enough as it is. And I know our parents have been there too, um, just because of the fact that, you know, parents have been brought up in a way of, you know, ritualistic, traditional faith. And uh, we're so used to, you know, come on kids, let's go, let's get up, let's make it happen. Um, doesn't mean that it's got to continue on to the next generation. Uh, things can change, and I feel like one of the things that needs to change, one of the shifts that needs to happen is just creating more of a choice for individuals to come to know Christ as their Lord and Savior. Not, not uh, hey, you know, you got to make it here by, by 8 o'clock and have your happy face on and um, go through the motions, because... Uh, Kids are getting more and more independent as time goes on, and mm -hmm. uh, younger and younger are coming into the age of technology and, um, you know, podcasts such as this one that we're on right now. They have access. They have access to YouTube. They have access to Facebook, to Instagram. There's so much speaking into their hearts and minds that why not 
create that atmosphere for them in the ways that they're already getting it to begin with. Because the same old, same old just isn't working anymore. That's right. That's right. That's absolutely 100%. You know, yeah, we have to make ourselves available just like God does. Mm -hmm. uh, or else they will search other sources that are already available to them. Yep. And that's exactly it, man. That's exactly it. And it's it's not in no way, shape, or form am I bashing traditional religion or um, Catholicism or uh, saying that parents and kids don't have arguments on Sunday mornings because that's just the way it is. You know what I mean? That's that's life. That's the journey, the road that we're on. People don't get along all the time. Um, when it comes to the point of um, like legitimate mental and physical abuse <laughs> that's when stuff has to change you know what i mean yes when, when it gets to the point of of uh kids thinking that their only escape is death mm. that's when it has to change yeah um we we see so much pain in this world and not a not a whole lot of change to help that pain it's true. you know what i mean and uh it's it's scary it's scary, but at the same time, we have the we have the hope that crushes all fear. We have the hope that crushes all iniquities, all anxieties, all all everything. It just squashes it under its feet, and we we have that power alive in us. So, what are we doing with it? Amen. You know what I mean? Amen. <laughs> yeah, I totally agree with that. And as Eric said, you know, yeah. I think I would go a step further than rather to, than to just say that we're not bashing uh, ritualism or anything like that. Ritualism, traditional uh, Christianity. It's I think one of the biggest things is whether um, it's a non-denominational church or a Catholic church or a Lutheran church or any denomination. I feel like ritualistic uh, worship is more of a miscommunication than it's preached because mm. I feel... You know, there are guidelines, different guidelines and different denominations. But what I would encourage everybody to understand is no pastor, um, no, no church that is truly following God is actually um, encouraging them to have ritualistic behavior with God, hmm. saying that it, and it starts and ends on Sunday morning. Um, right. You know, everybody... Right. Every church that is truly following God will be telling you that, you know, we're called to have a relationship with God. Mm. Um, and, you know, I feel that Eric's really done a good job of uh, stating that. Um, going a little further, uh, you know, you said that you stepped away from the church for a little while. Um, hmm. Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, that's a great question. And that actually leads right into relationship. Um when when we get into the point of creating checklists with our relationship, that's when it when it becomes more mechanical instead of of the heart, and um, that's something that I felt was happening. I felt like the only way I could have a relationship with God was Sunday morning at church. I, I I didn't have the understanding of no this 
this is something that you can experience every day of your life. In every waking moment, you have access to the ultimate love. It's not just Sunday morning for a couple hours, or in some denominations, Saturday evening for a couple hours, or for many churches, Wednesday night for a couple hours. It's every single moment, every moment that you have, you can experience true relationship, not process and procedure. And it, at, at that, it doesn't say, hey, you know, you don't have to set time aside to be with God because you're with him all the time. It's it's finding that balance. You don't have to go from one extreme to the other. You meet God in every moment in your relationship with him and just know that he is always there. It, it doesn't mean you have to lack on prayer and you don't have to schedule time for prayer. It doesn't mean you don't have to be intentional with reading the Bible. It doesn't mean that I'm not saying, hey, you don't have to be intentional with worshiping on your car rides home. <laughs> I'm, what I'm saying is, God wants your heart. He doesn't want. He doesn't want your patterns. He doesn't want what other people are telling you you should have. He wants you. He wants to love you, and he wants you to love him, and to seek him, to choose to seek him, like seek him, and you shall find him. It's it's not it's not, hey. Come here, do this, do that. He gave us free will. <laughs> yes. We have free will. We have free will <clears throat> to choose to chase God, to love him, to experience him, to go further with him. And I feel like so many times people people settle for enough. But it's never enough. We can always achieve more. And at the same time, it's not about doing more. It's just being, just being who you are. Yeah, yeah. What, you know, what I hear you saying, Eric, is kind of goes straight back to um, beginning how, you know, you were saying you had a relationship with your family and uh, that family to make sure that it was going properly that relationship with your family was going properly, you guys had to meet each other where you were. Mm -hmm. um, and mm -hmm. if it became too much based on a schedule, uh, we would find that that family starts to tear apart because we begin to see, well, each of us have different interests. Um, and we start yeah. to find, oh man, like your schedule doesn't align with my schedule and I can't always be on your schedule. Well, you know, that's more of a ritual and that's, that goes back to what we were saying earlier is there's a difference between a schedule and a ritual. What, what I hear you saying, Eric, is that we need to have a schedule with God because God is like a spouse. Okay. We need, we need to be spontaneous with our spouses, but we also need mm -hmm. to be scheduled. We need to yeah. be intentional with our spouses. We need to plan time out with them. Uh, we need to plan time out with God, but we also need to remember that he's always there with us. Right. And that's the relationship part. Like, 
one of one of I agree completely. Like one of the best ways that I can describe this is with this this little phrase. It's not black and white. It's not one extreme or the other. It's finding that peace, that love, those moments. It's looking outside and enjoying creation for what it is. It's seeing new life. It's 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 awakening people's dark lit existence into his glorious light. That is what it's about. Um, it it can be it can become so so toxic for us to to just get stuck and caught up in all this this stuff that it creates more chaos than calmness. Hmm. Very true. So what I hear Eric saying and uh, what I what he told me earlier was simply that living in those moments, uh, experiencing God's life that he gives to us um, and, and finding comfort in that and, and being content in that. Thank you for listening to this episode on The Whole Measure where I interviewed Eric Neitzel. What a pleasure it was. I'm so thankful for the time that I got to spend with him and just ask him about his journey of faith. This is actually part one to a two-part interview. So look forward to the next episode where we will share the second half of that interview. But in this interview, we heard about Eric's beginning journey in his faith. We heard about his quest, his quest for a relationship, a full, robust relationship with God. And he explains rightfully that this relationship is not black and white, not scheduled or spontaneous, not constrained or relaxed, not one extreme or the other, but all of the above. The truth is that God is with us wherever we are, and we can have an everyday, super duper, full of love relationship with him that knows no limits. That actually calls us to higher places every day but also embraces us right where we are. What a relationship it is. I wanted to share a passage with you before we end this podcast. Joshua 1, 8, and 9 sums this up straight from the mouth of God. God says to Joshua, Do not let this book of the law depart from your mouth. Meditate on it day and night so that you may be careful to do everything written in it. Then you will be prosperous and successful. Have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be terrified. Do not be discouraged. For the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. God calls us both to obedience and rest in this relationship, both to take action and to find peace in him. So let us find comfort in God, along with encouragement, contentment, inspiration, and peace. Well, you heard it here first at The Whole Measure. My name is Ethan Head, and until next time, may the glory of God be with you wherever you go. God bless, and have a great day.